Welcome to the No Frills VA podcast, brought to you by the Association of Virtual Assistants. Your host is award-winning VA consultant, best-selling author, and founder and CEO of the AVA, Melissa Smith. The AVA is the most trusted source of information in the virtual assistant industry. This podcast is for you if you're a virtual assistant or looking to become a VA. The AVA knows you have questions, and we're providing you answers on the No Frills VA podcast. Welcome to the No Frills VA podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Smith, founder and CEO of the AVA, and I'm so excited to be sharing with you my word for 2022. We've been seeing a lot of words out there, and I'd love to know if the word that you picked out at the beginning or maybe at the end of last year still fits you. We're only just a few weeks into the year, but sometimes sometimes things change. We have different types of epiphanies and, and revelations. Um, sometimes it's you know a coach or someone's coaching us from the outside and we dig deeper and we realize what we had before was just surface. And when we scratched that surface and went deeper, there was something deeper driving us. So if you have a word for the year, whether it's the same word or a new word, or maybe it's a whole phrase, I would love to know that word. Please drop it in the comments, uh, DM me, follow and share. I, I would just would love it. I would, I'm so excited to hear all the different things that are coming in, but I'm going to share with you my word and it's a little bit different. Um, and it's not the AVA's word, but it's my personal word for the year. And I have been thinking about this for several months now. My birthday is in, um, latish October, mid to late October. And so for me, that kind of signifies the new year for me every year. My fiscal year starts on my birthday. And so that's the time I start to reflect and plan and really start to uncover how this last year went and what all was going on. And this year marked the seventh year that I've been in business. And so it was also a very uh, monumental moment for me. I, I got a big award and I had recognized and I was in two magazines. And I mean, it was just incredible. It was truly incredible. Um, one of the awards was truly a dream come true, not because of the award, but because it was at the Plaza in New York. And three years ago, almost to the date, I was in New York and I was in New York for an event and I had walked around in the Plaza. And it was really by accident <laughs> because I had come up through the subway, there's uh, shops at the Plaza and you used to be able to come up through the shops and then go into the main area. And to see that big tree and to see the, the dining area and to see just everything that's going on um, in the plaza at Christmas time in New York is quite extraordinary. And I really thought, gosh, I wanna be here one day. I wanna stay here one day. Like this is what I want my life to be. I didn't write it down. I didn't put it on a vision board. It was just that feeling. And then I let it go. And I just continued to do my work and continue my things. And then earlier this year, when I found out I was receiving top virtual assistant consultant of the year and that it was going to be held at the plaza, immediately all those thoughts came back to mind. Immediately all those memories came back to mind. And I actually started searching for the, the date of when I was in New York last and, and walked through the plaza to have this. 
And so all that can seem kind of strange when you hear that my word for the year is unbecoming. And through these past seven years, some of them, I was super hustling and working my fingers to the bone, almost to the point of burnout. The only reason I didn't burn out was because I was traveling the world at the time, which I did on purpose. Um, but there was so many different areas and so different, so many different moments where I was doing things because I had to do them and I was pushing myself. There were times when I just felt like it was happening and I could just sit back and enjoy the fruits of my labor. I've gone through just about every emotion and then I get here to this point and I'm thinking, what is next? And I really had to sit with that and it was hard to sit with. And I still haven't achieved everything I want to achieve. I still haven't met every goal that I want to meet. Some of the goals, I don't even know how I'm going to meet them. They're just, you know, kind of like in fantasy land on my vision board and other things. But I just keep working and doing what I know to do and believing and trusting that it will work out. But as I started to think and shift about where I'm going to go in this next seven years, I really thought and told myself, what got you to where you are is no longer going to get you where you've gone, where you're going. And this isn't something that I've made up. I'm sure you've heard this in some way, shape or form. But in order to do that, I thought, well, how was that going to happen? I have very strong routines, very strong habits, very strong practices that I don't even know that I'm doing. It's just instinct. So I took a step back and realized that there's so many things that I've picked up along the way that just don't serve me anymore. And before I can become something else, I have to become these things. And the old version of me would have said, okay, you got a quarter, you have a month, you have a few weeks, and then you gotta change it all around. But the new me is much more kind to myself and I'm not so tied to these really strict deadlines that I would give my, my younger self. And I said, you know, what? I'm going to take an entire year to allow myself to unbecome a lot of things that no longer serve me so that I can become the things that are going to propel me for the next six years and the next seven years of my business. And when I think of this term unbecoming, the, in order to become something else, something better, something greater, I thought of the butterfly. And I have very strong visions of butterflies. When I was in kindergarten, I was living in Santa Cruz, California, and one of our field trips was to go see this big monarch um, hatch. And you know, it's they break their chrysalis, they get out of their cocoon, and you see thousands of monarchs everywhere. Even as a kindergartner, it was it's something I cannot ever forget. It was a magical, magical moment. But that's really all I knew. Right. I don't really know anything else about it. Um, so I Googled it and I looked at a couple um, science channels on it and watched some videos. And it's incredible to me. So there's a point where the caterpillar, before it becomes a butterfly, it's just consuming everything. It's consuming everything, literally making itself fat. And I thought, oh, I can relate to that. 
for the last seven years, I have consumed so much information. I have consumed so many courses and classes and coaching and consulting and I mean, books, writing, documents, courses, masterminds, roundtables. I mean, I have immersed myself in like fattening up my brain and for my business and professional and personal development. So I could totally relate to that. Well, then it gets to that point where it's enough. So then it creates the cocoon and then it starts to eat itself. And it eats itself down to one kind of like core um, cell. And it has to eat itself down all the way to that. And it's kind of like a gross process. It's not very pretty. <laughs> and I thought I can relate to that as well. I can relate to taking the process of removing everything in order to become something else. And then only then when it gets down to that core, does it start to like, it, it's not really changing. It's not evolving. It's taking that one cell and then from that cell, it's building into a butterfly. And I thought, this is just incredible. I can totally get on this. I can totally relate. So now when I think of unbecoming, I'm truly in this like caterpillar, caterpillar slash butterfly mode. And that's my word for the year. And that's why it means so much to me. And this is why I'm so interested in what your word means to you, because I know there's a story behind it. I know it means something to you. I know that it speaks to your past, but more importantly, it speaks to your future. And that's what we're all about here in the ABA. And that's what we're here to support our members with. So whether you're a member or not, uh, please join the waitlist if you're not a member yet, because I'd love to get to know you better. But for now, I'm inviting you to share your word. And if you could be so brave and so bold, share your why. Um, share it with on your personal page, tag me, tag us, DM me, send me an email. I'm completely open, but I'm 100% interested. 100% because I know your story is like my story. It has a beginning <laughs> and it has an end. And right now we're in that in-between. And what happens in that in-between space is so, so powerful. And at times it's beautiful, at times it's not so pretty. Um, but in the end, we all emerge better, stronger, wiser, to spread our wings, more beautiful. I wish you all the best this year. Again, share those words with me and I will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Like the podcast? Share it. You can tag us at, at Association of VAs on social media. Want more with Melissa and your peers? Join the AVA. We're at AssociationofVAs.com. You'll find a link in the show notes.